0: are the 100 days of summer and this is the watchdog morning show with howard monroe brought to you by wvu medicine 72 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, still 69 at the Highland, 68 at the uh, Elm Grove Studios, and 70 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling, in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Forbes Magazine, we call ourselves the friendly city here in Wheeling, and I think that's very legitimate. Uh, I think we're very family friendly. I have found that to be the case over my years. Uh, But Forbes magazine kind of makes it official. They have named the city of Wheeling the 33rd best city for families in America, one of the top cities in this country for being family friendly. I want to talk about that a bit, uh, why that is what we think is the family friendly part of the friendly city and maybe what that means for policy directions moving forward. I asked the vice mayor to come and join me. Chad Thalman is here. Good morning, Chad. Morning, Howard. That's a pretty nice, uh, pretty nice thing for Forbes to do, naming us one of the top family family friendly cities in the country.
1: Yeah, you know what, Howard? I, I think you know it's re- it's really nice when the city of Wheeling is recognized for all the amenities and assets and, and the great city that it is.
0: Well, talk to me about why why you think that we are a family friendly city.
1: Well, Howard, I mean, you know, really, I think it goes back at least 100 years when Wheeling and Ogilvy Park became public parks. I mean, mm-hmm. they were given to the city of Wheeling or the citizens roughly 100 years ago. I think, you know, living here in the Ohio Valley, I think we really take Ogilvy and Wheeling Park for granted. And and we owe a big thank you to you know to everyone that's, that's made those parks reality over the last 100 years. So I think that's a big part of it.
0: But there is a lot of other activity that has gone on. Uh, some of it added recently. Some of it has been going on for a long time. That makes us a good place for families. I mean, we have all kinds of energy. Obviously, the parks are the crown jewel, but there's a lot of other entertainment activity. We've got Waterfront Wednesdays and Two for Tuesdays, and you know all of those things on the Heritage Port. We have uh, things going on at Ogilvy Institute. I mean, it's it's a it really is. We really range for all ages, for adults and kids. So that's what makes. I mean, that's why I call it family friendly. It's adults and kids.
1: Howard, I mean, we, we really are lucky, and I can talk a little bit about what we try to do, what Mayor Elliott and I and, and members of city council have tried to do for the last seven years. I mean, we really have, you know, tried to put families and residents first. We've tried to focus on quality of life issues. You know, we've tried to build a community where people actually want to be. And one of the things we've focused on in the last seven years is recreation. We've we fixed up almost every single playground in the city of Wheeling. There's roughly 30 parks and playgrounds. Um, Edgerton Lane's a big one. That ribbon cutting should be coming soon. We've done little things like repaved the jogging trail. We've, we've repaid basketball courts. And we've added three dog parks to the city of Wheeling. I mean, that's really incredible. If you think back 10 years ago, there wasn't a single dog park here in the city of Wheeling. And due to the generous donation from the Fitzsimmons family, we've, we've been able to add, add three dog parks. And the one in Tunnel Green is probably the biggest and nicest in the entire state. And then there's other things we're working on, like splash pads. We're hopeful to get a, a brand-new splash pad downtown Wheeling by Heritage Port. We're hopeful to get a, a splash pad at the pool at warwood uh so i think things like that really go a long way to add to the quality of life and make wheeling a family-friendly city
0: well let me let me stop with these splash pads because i still don't fully i get i know the splash pad is i know that i see them at ogilvy park wheeling park i guess went the pools what was the downtown splash pad going to be
1: well howard i'm not a splash pad expert but you, you got two different types of splash pads you got one that you might see at wheeling or ogilvy park you know the the, the city-owned pool at Wheeling Island has had a splash pad for probably 20 years. You know those type of splash pads have, you know, have features where the water is dripping down or, or spraying up or whatever it is. A downtown splash pad would be a little more urban. Again, I'm not the expert. I wasn't involved in the design of it, but it would be a little more urban and it would be out and open to the public. So in other words, it wouldn't be fenced in like like a type of a traditional splash pad that you might see at a swimming pool. The um
0: one of the things that the Forbes magazine takes note of are the uh, educational opportunities available here in the Upper Ohio Valley.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we, you know, it's, it's not a secret that Wheeling and Ohio County is it's a great place to raise a family as far as education goes. And it's not just Ohio County schools. There's so many other programs, you know, all over the area, whether they're put on by Ogilvy Institute or a lot of other um, organizations.
0: You, there are uh, a number of colleges. We've got Wheeling University right in the heart of the city. We have West Liberty not too far away, the community college in downtown. Um, so, again, putting under the family-friendly uh, ubric, uh, there's, there's plenty of opportunity for, for folks, adults and kids, again, to, to get education here in the upper Ohio Valley. And history is an important part of us, too. If, you're a, if you like history, you love taking your kids to historical places, we have a lot of good history around here as well.
1: And and Howard, as I'm sure you're well aware. You know, West Virginia just celebrated a birthday a few days ago. So we, you know, we have Independence Hall and and Wheeling, and, and in my opinion, is probably the most historic state. Or, excuse me, the most historic city in the state.
0: Um. So I, you you mentioned a little bit. What does this say to you about moving forward? Um, is, is in order, how do you keep the focus on family-friendly activities, family-friendly cities? What needs to be done? What policy thoughts do you need to have moving forward? You, the current council, whoever comes in in the new council or whoever the new mayor might be, uh, this seems like it's something is, is a pretty big deal we want to keep going. What do you do?
1: Yeah, I mean, like I said, I think you really got to focus on um, quality of life issues and building a community where people want to be and i think recreation needs to continue to be a priority but there's more to it than just recreation you know you got to you got you know, you to maintain the water and sewer lines you got to pave roads and alleys you got to make wheeling a safe city and you know city council has invested over the last 7 years in our first responders i mean hired you know brand new headquarters for police and fire take home cruisers for the police officers you know, pay raises so Keeping Wheeling a safe city, I think, is a, is a big part of it, and keeping the recreation investments going is a big part of it. But there's other things like public art that we really haven't done or focused on here in Wheeling in the last few years or the last few decades that I think we can expand upon, and we should invest in, in public art and, and making Wheeling a, a more attractive city to live in and to visit.
0: There are a lot of pub- there are a lot of art things happening in the High Valley, maybe more than some people realize. We tend to think of the art that's done at the Stifle Center, and they have art shows there and so on. But I think I just saw this morning there's a new gallery opening up in the Center Market that will showcase local artists. Um, There are several other art galleries that have opened up around town. So for folks who have an artistic bent, A, to look at art, and B, I suppose, you know, sell their art, there are opportunities there as well.
1: Howard And really, too, what we want to do is we want to make Wheeling a city where everyone's welcome and everyone's invited and everyone uh, feels like this is the place that, that they want to live. And, and, and inclusion and, and making everyone feel welcome is something we've done here or try to do every, in Wheeling over the last seven years.
0: I'm going to vent one of my frequent frustrations. The mayor and I have talked about this. i talk talked about a lot of other folks. Maybe you and I have as well. I've seen several times recently on social media. There we go. That's social media. Uh, people say, hey, I'm new to the area, I'm moving into uh, Moundsville, I'm moving into Wheeling. Um, you know, what kind of things are there for me and my family to do? And then all of the critics show up. Well, you might just leave town. There's nothing for anyone to do around here. You probably just want to go sit and drink and do drugs. That's all we have. It just drives me crazy when we have so much to offer, and yet these folks are perpetually saying, you know, go away. We don't want you here. There's nothing to do here.
1: Yeah, Howard, you know, I've gotten away from social media the last few years. But, you know, I've spent the last seven years, as has, you know, Mayor Elliott and other members of council, trying to make Wheeling a better city and trying to be positive. You know, you can sit back and complain or you can go out there and do something to to improve the city. And there's a lot of people out there, countless individuals that are doing all kinds of things to make Wheeling a better city. And I think it shows.
0: Chad, one of the critics, some of the critics will say, and maybe to some extent legitimately so, quality of life issues are great, recreation and history and art and the Wheeling Symphony and Ogilvy Institute and, and the parks and so on. Uh, but at the center of any city has to be jobs.
1: Yeah, there, there, there's no question about that. But, Howard, you know, this isn't, you know, this isn't 50 years ago. This, you know, we're entering a new era, and I think COVID really accelerated it, where people, a lot of times they can work from home and they can choose where they live. Um, you know, we're trying to make Wheeling a city that people want to live in and a place people choose to, choose to stay in and choose to move to.
0: Well, let's talk about remote workers. You guys had a fairly lengthy presentation at council this past week uh, about remote workers. Um, it was sort of a nationwide look at how people are working from one place for another place. But I think they gave some suggestions about this city as well, how Wheeling could perhaps tie into the whole remote worker uh, trend
1: yeah i mean in a lot of ways wheeling is is well equipped to attract remote workers we have a, you
0: know big city
1: amenities and, and small city um, cost of living it's a very inexpensive place to live we have great schools great park system safe city so i, I think in a lot of ways we just have to tell our story better and get people here
0: uh, Wheeling, unlike some parts, other parts of the state, and I want to say that, but in, this, in the upper Ohio Valley, we have relatively good internet access as well. Now, that's not true everywhere, so that some parts of the state can't take advantage of it, but remote workers who come into this area will find uh, you have to have good internet to do your Zoom meetings and to do internet, you know, cloud work and so on. Uh, but we have pretty good internet, so that it's not the world's best. It could be faster, but it is it is uh, it's pretty good, so it's good for remote workers.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I don't think we have some of those troubles that they may have in the southern part of the state, the more rural
0: areas. You think the city will, does? I should ask, does the city or will the city create more of an effort to try to attract remote workers here? There are other cities that do that with that Ascent West Virginia program funded by Brad and Alyssa Smith. But um, will the city of Wheeling work, you know, should, do you think they are or will try to come up with a plan to uh, to attract more remote workers?
1: You know, Harry, I'm not sure if the city is going to come up with any type of incentive program where we we essentially pay people to come here. I don't know if that's in the cards. But I think the city will continue to focus on recreation, continue to focus on improving quality of life, and continue to focus on on getting people living downtown in more urban areas. I mean, that's one thing that, you know, a lot of young people and a lot of older people, maybe the empty nesters, they want to live in an urban environment. And here in the Ohio Valley, we really just don't have a lot of options. But over the last few years, we really have focused – on getting more housing in downtown Wheeling, and the developers who are putting up housing in downtown Wheeling say the demand is there. So I think those are the types of things that I think the city will continue to focus on going forward.
0: Well, I thought it was a very positive thing for the Forbes magazine to do. The 33rd, I think it was listed as number 33, I know it was in the top 50 uh, family-friendly cities in the country. And sometimes these polls come out, different magazines will do them, and I think, well, you know, they're a little bit biased maybe but to me this makes perfect sense I, we are a tremendously family friendly and by the way i should say family friendly area this happened to pick wheeling specifically but i think the whole area is very family friendly you know moundsville st clairsville they have many of the same kind of amenities and we are one all one big area anyways yeah yeah i i think
1: we're really lucky to have the amenities we have here harrod and you know, sometimes I question the metrics that some of these these rankings uh, use, but right. I think most people that live here in the city of Wheeling, most people that are engaged and tuned into what's going on, are probably aren't overly surprised at, at that ranking. It's a great honor. I'm glad to see Wheeling out there. Getting credit, but yeah, I think we've been a friendly, a family-friendly city for a long time.
0: I'm skimming over some of the stats that are in this uh, report from Forbes. Uh, it, it's it's more, as you point out, it's it is more than just recreation, artistic, and so on. Uh, we have good high schools, as we discussed. We have uh, above-average ranking for our students in our high schools. Hospitals is very important. We have five hospitals within 25 miles uh, of the city, which is something. You know, you could downstate or other places in the country, for that matter, and you could be hours away from a hospital. I mean, you are basically 15 minutes away from a hospital anywhere you are here in the upper Ohio Valley.
1: Yeah, and Howard and I don't have to tell you, WVU, uh, you know, announced that they're going to make a major investment in the old OVMC campus, and that's going to be a regional cancer center. So that, that's one more um you know, medical option that the people of the Ohio Valley are going to
0: have. And family-friendly, inclu- families include from young to old, one of the other things they noted was a number of above-average nursing homes in the area as well. We tend to not think of that maybe when we think of family-friendly, but that's, that's an important part of it, too. The point being, families go from old to young, and we have a lot of op- opportunities for all of them. You know, when Harry Ham wrote, God, a long, long time ago, his Wheeling Two Thousand plan. There was one part of it that never really got paid attention to, and that was he suggested the city ought to become a retirement city. And I I know it's hard for people to think about that. You know, you're going to go to Florida to retire, but really, this is not a bad place to retire. Given the giving hospitals, nursing homes, recreational activities for adults and seniors, this is a good place to spend the last years of your life.
1: Yeah, I, I think it is a wonderful place to retire, and. And, and, you know, we see some older people buying condos in downtown Wheeling. There's new condos that are going to be built and, and, and renting apartments at the Borei lost, wherever the case may be. So I think we've got to keep building housing that, that, that the citizens want, and we've got to keep making Wheeling a, a place where people want to spend time, and I think we're going to continue to see more people want to retire here.
0: Chad, I appreciate you taking time just to talk about this with me. I think it was a neat story. I wanted to take time to flesh it out a little bit here today, and I, I appreciate you dropping by. Thanks a lot. Yep, anytime, Harry. It's uh, Wheeling Vice Mayor Chad Thalman checking in this morning here on this Forbes magazine story, picking Wheeling one of the top 50, specifically number 33, family-friendly cities in the country. Bob, do you, would you consider family-friendly? I think they are, right? Well, I stayed here. I raised my family here for, for that reason. I mean, it covers all ages. You and I have things to do. Your kids have things to do. If you're into sports, there's plenty of sports activity around here. If you like the arts world, there's plenty of art around here. It definitely beats fairy. <laughs> Definitely. And, we, and although I don't know that Forbes looked at it we have a lot actually Forbes did look at this come to think of it we do have a lot of good restaurants too Wait, that I agree and, with that and we have a lot of local independently uh, run restaurants every time I come home I get really excited to go like to all the places I yeah. got to eat at growing up so. yeah uh, I, I, there wasn't there was a piece in this article about how many it, strong, independently owned restaurants. There are, you know, figurettes and and, and uh, generations and others. And that's a pretty that. You don't think of that as part of a family friendly city, but that that's important. Everything where I live in Suffolk is like everything's chain. Like it's very rare for there to be a local business, and if it is, it's some type of bar. Yeah. yeah well, but you know what? Bars are an important part of uh, super of, important. They are. They're <laughs> an important part of a friendly city of a family friendly city too. For, uh, for young people to attend and to go to and, oh, yes. and do things. At least I found that to be the case when I was <laughs> a young person. 835 25-